0: Welcome back to the Purple Foo, Foo Podcast, where we talk about nothing but the Vikings defense and its failures. My name is Theorist. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Bryce and Slime. Socials are down there in the description. Fellas, how are we doing today?
1: Oh, God. I don't know, man. I uh, was screaming at the TV the whole game on Sunday. Let me just tell you that. So...
0: Yeah, it wasn't a wasn't a safe viewing for any of our vocal cords. I assume, mm-hmm. um, certainly not mine. That was that was miserable. <laughs>
2: yeah, I um for, for whatever reason like chose this game specifically to be the one that I like got really angry about. I, I am generally a very level-headed fan. Like I, when I'm watching the game, usually I am very good at, at like keeping my head on my shoulders and and just kind of going with the flow, win or lose. But for whatever reason, this game early on, I, I must have been like really hung over or, or or like had a nightmare the night before or something that I don't remember. It was just like, we just woke up angry, like I'm on the wrong side of the bed. And so like, I was hoping that by halftime, I would not have to like feel quite so much rage, um, and, but it just continually got worse. Yeah, that was a painstaking one, but hey, at least we got a different game. We didn't get the one score game and we didn't get blown out. So, yeah. you know, be careful yeah. what you wish for, the monkey paw curls. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say uh, my big Kirko uh, prediction kind of came true, right? Like it did. Just sucks that we lost a great game that Kirk really balled out for us. All. This was like the first game like me me personally. I think this was like Kirk's best game for us this year. And I hate that the defense just shit the bed because if the defense didn't shit the bed, that could have been a blowout game. Yeah, he looked
0: nice. I'm not going to say it was his best game cuz we fucking looked terrible. <laughs> I'm going to reserve his best game in my book for a for a win. But <laughs> slime I'm glad you you weren't the only one who was just like on edge all day. It felt like and it feels like all of our all of our losses, especially on Vikings Twitter, elicit like the most vile and upset reactions from everybody across the board. Like the worst tweets of the year always come out during these awful losses. Like we saw it with the Eagles and Cowboys. We saw it with the Lions on Sunday. And I noticed you where you were very much on your uh, the players suck and Donatella is not the only person or not the only problem. And you were really going at it with a lot of people there. And I was like, man, there must be must be something in the water today cuz i'm feeling this too.
2: <laughs> yeah, i was i was like all wound up. I don't know, yeah, i don't know what happened on so the last couple of days, but i, I the thing is is it's just i Scapegoating to me is just so obnoxious, like I'm so sick of that of, of of people being like, there's one problem. And if you eradicate that one problem, then everything is solved. And it's like, No, the next guy up is Mike Pettin, who does the same exact shit that Donatello's doing right now. Ask any Packer fan under the face of the sun, and he'll tell you that they'll tell you that. Um, so I, I th- that's not the solution and and instability at this point in the year and, and breaking that trust. Um, you know just just because it's a defensive coordinator doesn't mean that the players don't see you fire somebody that's you know a big part of the team and, and that's probably pretty close to a lot of those players like they, they don't like that they see that as 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 disloyal and so I don't understand what that camp is about I don't understand what the what the fire Donatel right now camp hopes to accomplish really this defense isn't going to get better overnight Kendricks isn't going to get faster overnight it's it's um there's too much there's too much wrong right now
1: yeah, um, so I I I did say on Twitter to fire Ed Donatel, but at that time it was the emotions that got me because like it's just you know Vikings game gets me emotional no matter what game it is. But yeah, I completely agree with you, Slime. Firing Ed Donatel this year is not going to do anything. Um, I also I'm not I'm not saying that he's not part of the problem because I mean his scheme is his scheme is really complicated and our defense just we don't have the players to fit his scheme at the current moment that being said i think we're going to see a lot of defense defensive changes come the off season with a lot of our aging vets i think we may try to get younger either in free agency and especially the draft
0: you know it's a okay to say fire Donatel on game day. I'm pretty sure I said fire Donatel on game day. We are game day tweeters at heart, and we always will be. We can say whatever we want with no consequences, right? But I think, I think we're all in agreement on this. I'm glad you brought it up. They're not going to fire Donatel during the season. They're prob- they're probably not. They're 99 percent not going to fire him over the off season. Um, and like Bryce said, it comes down to the players just aren't good enough for this scheme yet. Um, it is a hard scheme. Um, Luke Brown made a pretty good like analogy on his podcast. It's like going from, um, if you make nothing but vanilla vanilla cakes, um, and you run a bakery, you make vanilla cakes, and you, just, you slide from like Mike Zimmer to someone else from like that sort of scheme. You go from vanilla cakes to chocolate cakes. What they're doing now is going from vanilla cakes to cherry pies. And uh-huh. another one that he made was when you're an employee at a new company, you get about six months of runway, right? Before you can start being expected to make contributions. They've been at this since August. So I, I know I've been really hard on the, uh, like the learning curve period should be over, but I'm starting to come around on that, that I didn't give them enough, enough uh, patience there.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I, it, it's tough because like, I understand, I understand that, like the fire Donatel thing like if you want to go ahead and do that in the offseason that's fine like I, I think that's a completely different discussion to have. Um, but yeah, I mean I like it's funny like I want to sit here and talk about how shitty the defense has been, and and I want to sit here and talk about how terrible the scheme's been. Um, but it's difficult because like so much of it's been bad that I like I don't even really know where to start, um, and that's why like sometimes I get misconstrued for for like trying to excuse Donatello, and that's not what i'm trying to do because he's he's been awful this year too you have to be able to learn how to adjust to these things um to your your personnel but the personnel is so bad that it's like i you know i don't understand how we can look at it as a singular issue like the proof's in the pudding if you watch the game tape back you'll see cam bynum in quarters just not take the over route to the middle of the field when he's you know that's his assignment pretty clear um you'll see cam dancer just get absolutely fried on a fucking cover three when he's the deep corner and, and it's like how do you coach that out of them like you, you you can't coach these guys to know their assignment and to to do their assignment so i'm not I, i'm also addressing the um press conference today too where ed donatel brought that up like i kind of think that we're not executing very well right now or whatever he said um i like excuse that because that he said everything else there is to say at this point, you know, I, I see it when I watch the games and I see it when I watch the tape back.
1: Yeah. I mean, also you guys, we also have to think about, uh, Cam Bynum probably wasn't going to be the starting safety, um, at this point in the season next to Harrison Smith, losing Lewis scene has really hurt this scheme. I'm, I am, I'm 100% like on board that if Lewis scene was healthy and available, I feel like he may be a different maker or difference maker for this defense. Um, because I don't know if you guys saw this, but Pat P even told, uh, Cam Bynum was like, watch, uh, Sewell. When he went in motion, he pointed at him to guard him and Cam Bynum. I don't know if it was, just like a miscommunication thing, but Cam Bynum went the complete opposite direction. Um so I personally think that if Lewis was healthy, I don't think Cam Bynum would be on the field as much as he is.
2: I would like I would like to I would like to believe that, but it's tough too because like we don't really know I don't really I don't really know anything about Louisane other than that he like runs fast and hits hard. Like I've seen it I I've watched him play at, at Georgia a little bit but it's like can I verifiably say that I think the rookie safety that we drafted is going to be better than Bynum's been this year in Donatel's scheme? You know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I mean, we can talk about, like, whether or not Seam would to be the savior of this defense. I don't think he would be. I mean, he's not going to play the rest of this season. Slime, you brought up a good point where it's like, Bynum, uh, like Bynum is getting cooked on these miscommunications. Dantzler is getting gassed by guys like DJ Chark on these – Assignments that are supposed to be safe for Danzler. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter like what like what you protect them with because there's only one Harrison Smith. On Sunday, there were zero Harrison Smiths. And the fact that Bynum can't make a simple pass off in his own coverage, leading to a wide open Jamo Williams, or the fact that Cam Dansler is going to get boat raced by a guy who's not even that fast. Like at, at this stage, I don't even think it really matters what Jordan Hicks and Eric Kendricks do. Like, yeah, it sucks that they're not faster, but they're making they're usually making the right reads in a good time. They're just not fast enough. And because they're in like cover six, like prevent defense all the time, they're going to get cooked too. So I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what, what there is to say. I think the defense is kind of fucked.
3: Hello, all quick editor note. They forgot to introduce Boof, So at base federal will be in the next clip. So you aren't confused when he starts talking right now. All right. With my um, very unprofessional analysis, I'd say um, I, you know, obviously I'm just pure vibes, ball type of guy. Um, Donatel's been in the league for 31 years. He's a Fangio disciple. They run an aggressive style defense. We aren't Playing an aggressive defense, we made a switch to a three-four this year, and you know there was hope that that could kind of well, well, what were we were we trying to cover up some flaws within like our just our lack of depth, and we had, I think we addressed that in the draft you know with Scene and Booth, but Scene obviously is out for the year, and then Booth has been bouncing, you know on and off the injury report. Uh, and then we're just I don't know we're playing it seems like we're playing the soft defense but maybe I don't know like slime you were saying how you know it's it, at some point when is it just execution like if you have the simplest scheme in the world um you know whole lot of illusion of complexity type stuff if it's the simplest scheme in the world and they can't execute it then that's not on edge as many shortcomings as he may have and how much blame is it really fair to put on him given what the players are saying the head coach is saying and you know, we I, mean, I mean, we're all just fans.
2: He said they're going to be making adjustments, though, and they're having great, active discussions uh, within the coaches' room about what to do to fix it. So, I, I, we'll be—are we going to be fine, guys? We good.
0: <laughs> I, you kind of have to hope that they're going to be fine, right? I mean, that's what Ed Donatell was talking about in his practice press conference. He's like, the coaches all agree, the players agree too, that they're close—they're close to getting it. And you just kind of got to keep plugging away at it and i i do want to preface this too we sound very pro at donatel so far i don't think that's the vibe that me or my co-hosts are trying to give he is not without blame in any sense he has tried to implement this very challenging very demanding scheme and he has not had the players that he needs in order to do that but at the same time like we've been saying there comes a point where the scheme doesn't even really matter. The players just need to be better or they need different players.
1: Yeah. Um I I also so like here's my thing. Again, not like being a Donatello like defender, because I'm absolutely not he like what what Theorist just said takes blame too. We I think going into the season, the reason why every Vikings fan is upset right now is because of our record. We did not expect this record our this year to be as good as it is like 100% if you, if I was not expecting to have double digit wins this year. And so now that we're at the double digit like threshold and that the division is in sight, we have so like h- such high expectations for a year one coaching staff. And that's like, that's the thing I have to tell myself too, is that this is year one of a brand new scheme defensively and offensively. Uh, again, not defending Donatelle by any means, but it's like if Quessey and o- Kevin O'Connell are okay with that, uh Donatel running this defense I think we're going to see some defensive changes coming with players that are going to be in the building and all of that stuff. I I just like I have to remind myself too this is Kevin O'Connell's first year. Nobody expected us to be 10 and 3 at this point. So that's where I think where a lot of our frustrations as fans come is coming from is like oh we're 10 and 3 this we have, like, at playoff aspirations, maybe even Super Bowl aspirations. You all know I'm a homer here. My my Super Bowl aspirations are out the window 100% now. Like, I totally see this team getting bounced first round just due to our defense.
3: Yeah. Um, Expectations-wise, I don't know. Going into the season, we were – what was it? With the, the Our win total set by bookies was 8.5. Like, oh, the overrunner was 8.5, right? Yeah. The line. Um, we've clearly hit the over, like, I don't know, we're just, you know, we're 10 and three. There's not really like, there's things to complain about and things that can be fixed. But I also am just very much enjoying being 10 and three. It's a weird mixture of like, you know, wanting to improve and also enjoying where you're at at the same time, because, you know, with the expectations that you should be putting on a first year coaching staff coming into an aging lineup, that's kind of, well, I don't know if we're aging even anymore. Our stars are aging for the most part and then we've got a really young core. But yeah, just kind of setting reasonable expectations is huge.
0: Yeah, and it was never going to be a one-year um like roster build. I know they talked about competitive rebuild and all that shit. That doesn't really work um especially if your rookie class contains wonderful successes such as Lewis Scene and Andrew Booth. Uh, <laughs> um but they can absolutely turn it around. Uh we have high hopes for Brian Asamoa next season and it, You know, like you said, our core is aging, but we have guys who are still young and we can have higher expectations for our next rookie class or at least higher hopes. And if we can, if we can shed salary cap too in certain places, I don't know, Dalvin Cook, Eric Kendricks, uh, Patrick Peterson, who knows, but smart signings in the off season and better drafting. I think you're right. I think that they can continue on this path that you're talking about that. That'll end up better than where we are this year.
2: How are we feeling about this, um, who's this? Who's this corner that we just signed that ran like a 4-2 or something in the 40? Did you guys see that?
0: I did see that. I don't yeah, remember that his practice.
2: name. Did we, so we don't know anything about that, dude? Kalen Barnes or something? Hold on. Let me go yeah, back. yeah.
0: Like Kalen Barnes or something like that. He's very fast.
1: Yeah, the only thing I know is that he is very fast. But if you look at his agility scores, he can't like turn his hips, through, mm-hmm. which scares me. He's but a punk gunner.
2: He's probably, like yeah, pro- yeah.
1: probably going to be a punk gunner, which yeah. honestly, honestly, after our special teams showcase that was awful on Sunday, I don't hate the signing.
3: My worry, actually, I had this thought earlier, completely forgot about it. till so right now, didn't Chris Boyd get hurt? Yes. he did at,
2: at one point i don't know if he ended up on the injury report today though i don't think i, I don't, saw him i
3: don't think so either but i was like yo if he is hurt and we just immediately made a move for a guy that can go out and be a gunner because that's i mean straight line speed uh, and you know boyd's been pretty good in that role this year
2: do you think that maybe we could just take that kid and Start him at corner and only play cover three, and just be like, "Hey, your job is to just forty yard dash your ass, your quick ass down the field, and just don't let anybody get past you." And that's just it. And hopefully, you can make a play on the ball every now and then. <laughs> I feel like that would work out better than just putting Dancer on an island.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe we can transition Dancer to like a box safety and just have him be tall in the middle of the field. <laughs> You can cover
2: tight ends exclusively.
0: <laughs> I don't um, know. That might be too much. Maybe he can cover Pene Sewell instead.
2: <laughs> I okay. I want to get
3: just this. Is this is going to be the most inane thing that I've ever asked? But I'd like to. I'd like to know. We're gonna let's let's go. Let's go through the players in the Vikings defense. I want you to tell me good, mid, or bad. Eric Kendricks,
0: mid,
1: mid, mid,
3: bad. I I'm 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 on the lower end of mid. Yeah, how he's been performing. Uh, I'll go with that. Harrison. Very good. Which I'm one? Which
1: out. one? There's yes. two Harrison. OK. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, I actually, say I like good. both of them, Yeah. I will <laughs> say good because it showed how much we need him in this defense after him being out on Sunday. He's yeah. absolutely. I mean, I know he's an aging safety, but he's still an above average starter and he can read plays like no other in the end zone. And I think if he was healthy on Sunday, it would have been a different story.
3: Yeah. Pat Pete. Good.
2: I mean, good. Yeah. Kind of mid. Like on the, on the say, corner, mid and good.
3: Yeah, I'd say he's mid in terms of a corner scale, but like in terms of performance relative to age, I say he's been pretty good, especially for like with what we have out there.
2: Yeah. Ooh, our best corner. Yeah. I'm a, oh,
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: Good at what we're asking him to do for sure. Yeah. Right. So. Bynum. Bad. bad so bad man
2: stinker 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 cut him
0: it sucks he has flashes of greatness and he has like flashes of fantastic instincts like against the jets that last pick that was great of him but then he turns around and just has no idea what he's doing against the lions and jared golf man it's Damn. a horror movie bro it's all i'm gonna movie.
1: all i'm gonna say is mr movie is going to be finding himself working at the box office next season if he doesn't turn it around
2: he's going to be doing that right at the box office mm, you want to buy a beer from the concession stand it's a movie Fucker. oh man he's i hope he doesn't listen to this, this double dude. <laughs> with that smile a little smirk on your face buddy out in bloomington
3: what do we think of um harrison phillips i'm a good. cute phillips guy like it, a i think Ryan he's good i
2: think I he's like good uh yeah he's good that's what not mean?
0: the energy that i felt on twitter this week yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's i mean he, the thing is with him is it's like i just feel like he's very dependent on the players around him to succeed like i i think it's... he's a solid player like i i just don't i don't know if he really affects the game the same way that a lot of other people do that's all but i think he's solid i mean i he's a starter for sure like, I, I think that you can be comfortable, especially when Tomlinson's healthy. I mean, that's a pretty nice duo. It's just also mm-hmm. tough for me to look at the situation and, and give him that much props when the run defense has just been god-awful all season, you know. So, that's because know Dalvin,
1: but, Dalvin Tomlinson is our run defense, I'm afraid to say. Like, Dalvin Tomlinson, we need to do whatever we can to resign him in the offseason.
2: season. Yeah, he's, he's got to come back. Either that or they got to take a big fat boy early on. Mm-hmm.
0: I hope that they bring him back because if they don't, then you're right, big fat boy, early on. But they need to take about two corners and a wide receiver early on too, and they don't have a second round pick, so oh, so the money.
1: Not yet, they don't have a second round pick. <laughs> Not yet, <laughs> but when Adam Thielen is traded to the Colts, we're gonna get their second round pick for Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins in Kirk the Kirk offseason. Too.
2: Yep. I was gonna okay, say, we're getting the first for Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> who else you got boof who else is on that de- that shitty defense cam
3: dancer i don't know i'm all right with him i'm not he's i'm cool with him in run defense anything else i don't
0: like him
2: yeah I he's
0: you. our number one corner for the next season that's
3: <laughs> so nasty Yeah,
0: uh, it could get worse, folks.
3: Booth Booth has got to—he's got to develop, stay on the field, and we have to draft somebody, which is insane because of how many years we were like, "No, Zimmer, what do you don't draft a corner in the and it all failed." He was right
0: all along. All
1: all I know is that one of our our basically he's our social media marketeer at this point. Our boy Calbunga Kevin, Um, he wants us—I don't know either of the corners he wants us to draft in the first round, but I love his ball takes there's a ball, uh, corner from Oregon he wants us to take and I think the other one is from like Tennessee or something but yeah I'm I'm gonna say it be prepared to take a corner in the first round this year fellas
0: if anyone out there has played cornerback in college football we want you in Minnesota come on down.
2: <laughs> <one>. <laughs> you don't even have to be good the bar's not that high
0: exactly
1: <laughs> Eric Kendrick's we already covered to cover him right
0: yeah Jordan Hicks
1: trash trash i think he's trash
0: you know i've seen some interesting points coming up in the analysis of this game in order for him to not be trash he would basically have to be fred warner on every single play he would have to have a, a level of athleticism that he's never had he would have to make the perfect read every single time instantly and he would have to pray that the wide receiver doesn't lean towards the corner more than him and just be completely out of range. Anyways, slime, you're making a disgusted face at me.
2: (laughs) Cause what the fuck is that? Are you serious? Jordan Hicks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is that Like really? Like is there film?
0: Okay. Did you see Nick Olson's thread today? Uh, It came up a lot where the, like, like 20 yards in the middle of the field was just wide open, except for Jordan Hicks. And there's like two like speedsters running towards him or away from him. It also came up, like I said, in locked on Vikings today in this episode, did you, if you caught that one, I, I I, was more along, like on your side, but then I I heard both of those points and it started to turn me a little, you know,
2: I am going to need to go look at those because if that, I mean, if that's the truth, then that's like, that's like, I mean, I'm not saying it's a fireball offense, but like that is like cream of the co- cream of the crop, poor coaching. Because Jordan Hicks, like, first of all, is old, and second of all, has never been that guy. Like, I mm-hmm. has he ever been? I mean, Kendrick's. You could at least make a case for it to be like, yeah, we expect him to be that guy. But like Hicks has never been been him. I don't understand why you would put him in situations like like that
0: in Arizona and. Philly I believe he was never a, a huge liability but you're right he was never that guy and it kind of goes back to what I was saying the options are put all the stress on him to be Ray Lewis or expose Duke Shelley and an injured Cam Dantzler even more so that you just have Jema Williams running wide open in the end zone every single play
2: yeah we're kind of fucked on defense <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like everybody's people are like, we need to draft a receiver in the first round this year. Absolutely not. I'm again, I'm on the defensive train because our defense is cooked. Like, especially, I mean, I have a feeling we're going to keep Donatello next year. So just like, be prepared for that. I'm preparing myself for that too. But I think Donatel and Kevin O'Connell and Quessy are going to be looking for that one star player on the defense that we can find in the first round um, to make our defense better. Again, I don't want to make like say the rookie is going to be like the anchor point to our defense, but something's something's got to give because this defense is just trash.
0: You never know. Maybe the the rookie can be the difference maker. You're seeing like Tariq Woolen, Sauce Gardner. Uh, what was that like Michael Jordan or whatever that other guy that Seattle drafted the one guy down in
2: oh, Miami? They right. can do it. Yeah, they can do it. Yeah, I don't know anything about this draft class. Are there any like bona fide studs? Yeah, Jaylen, Keeley,
0: Keeley Ringo.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Georgia. I was yeah, I was I was talking just defense like oh. the only one that I know is like uh, Jalen Carter or whatever is name, the D line or DN yeah. from Georgia.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm getting more into the draft. As yeah. of late, there are a lot of guys who they could take. That would be like day one impact players. Good. Well, any, uh, final thoughts here on the jets game? You mean oh, the lions? God, I've,
2: <laughs>
0: I've wiped it from my memory. Let's just talk about the jets game that we won. <laughs> no, any, uh, any final thoughts on the Lions?
1: Uh, so the only thing we didn't really talk much about the offense, because we all were tired of this defense, but, uh, I saw a thing on Twitter that was really interesting and I could totally see it be plausible is that our offense was just like trying shit out this game, just like, because you know, it's the lions and we have a like a solid lead in the NFC North. And if that's the case and I'm like, cool, whatever. But I still think running that freaking pop pass at, and the, on the three yard line, when you have your backup center and back backup left tackle in, you don't call that i thought kevin o'connell was too cute for a lot of a lot of this game that's me personally
0: yeah they didn't need to do that
2: yeah i don't, I don't really have like that many concerns about the offense really i don't think because they got my manhandled but yeah that's gonna happen when you're missing two of your five starting linemen. and yeah so i'm not really concerned about the offense i think they'll be able to hold hold, hold their end of the deal all year. I mean, and the other thing, too, is that like Kevin's an offensive head coach, and so I am a lot more worried about the him being able to get the defense back on track. I I, I don't really have any concern. I was close. I was like eight points off on my score prediction, too. Um, I wanted to bring up that, that theorist and I advanced a point uh, in, in the uh, in the prediction rankings this week. I remained a perfect 11 and 0. Just keep that uh, dust off my shoulder there. And yeah, so yeah, bummer. I guess bummer of a game is really i mean i I don't, I don't have very much fun watching that at all
0: i'm so nervous for your Colts prediction It's gonna like <laughs> command the rest of my week
2: <laughs> i uh yeah i'll save i'll save that for later but it's gonna be closer than we think it's gonna be i feel like i say that every week
0: <laughs> i agree i had one final question about the colts game uh, we kind of hinted at it um before i do props to justin jefferson you are a god amongst men as always What do you guys think of Dalvin cook? What's the future there?
1: I, I don't know, man. I like, I love, I love what Dalvin has done for this offense. Like in his, I personally think his prime is past him at this point. Like he had like two really good years, two, three good years. I think it's time to time to trade him or cut him personally. See what we can get out of him. Um, but I think Dalvin's time with us is coming to an end.
0: Especially at that salary salary hit, for sure.
2: Yeah, I think that I'm, I am, as much as I love Dalvin, I'm, I'm ready to give the reins over to someone else. You just also, like, running back play is so dependent on O-line anyway. Like, Dalvin immediately, now that we lost two of our starting O-linemen, has had a lot of trouble the last couple of games. And that's understandable. I don't blame it on Dalvin, but it's just not worth the resources that we're putting into him anymore. And, sad as that makes me we just have to make some space
3: um dalvin i i'm i'm okay with him i he he just he he doesn't it's not running scared but he doesn't run for contact or like try to fight through it he gives up a few yards every single play that he has an opportunity just by you know running out of bounds a little bit sooner or not trying to make a move to stay you know somewhat within the more reasonable confines of the field um and i don't yeah like like you were saying slimeball is it the resources that we have is it worth investing in him and it's gonna it's gonna come up a lot with the next couple of years with some of these aging guys that are getting older like feeling um harrison if he keeps playing as well as he does then i don't think we'll get rid of harrison anytime soon but some of these other guys um we're gonna end up investing resources in the draft into positions like wide receiver because you know we don't really have another wide receiver outside of jj that can consistently put up good numbers or separate or do whatever it is that they need to be doing. And maybe it's, uh, you know, the first year in a new playbook, they're not used to it. It's a new scheme, that whole deal. It's complex, whatever. But um, just some of these guys are getting older and are going to be cap casualties with our salary cap space being, what is it going to be next year? Do we
0: have decent space? No, it's not looking good. Unless we cut um, some guys like Dalvin.
2: Isn't it only like a couple million until we make constant shit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's Dalvin and Thielen probably, are uh, the ones, right?
1: So here's. does anybody know, is Dalvin's contract, is it guaranteed next year?
0: I don't. Let's check it out.
1: Because if it's guaranteed, I think, so I think knowing that we don't have a second round pick, not saying that Dalvin is worth a second round pick as of right now, but I'm saying Questy's probably gonna want to see what we can get for him. But if he has a guaranteed contract, I think it's going to be a lot harder to trade him.
0: The dead cap goes way down after this season. So really,
1: what's it go, what's it go down to? It
0: goes from seventeen point seven million to six point two million.
1: Oh God, yeah. So if we can't find a trade partner, he's probably a cut candidate, honestly.
3: What,
0: and where will we even get
3: for running back on a bad contract for his age and what he's – like, do we flip him to the Rams for, like, a fifth? Like, do we consider that?
0: I like, don't yeah. – go ahead. I would. <laughs> I would absolutely I take that if we could. I don't think we're going to find a trade partner, man. Maybe, like, a conditional seventh. Maybe 28. If he yeah, look
3: it's going to end up being him, and we're going to do a pick swap. If it's anything yeah. like that, it's mm-hmm. going to be like a big swap. We're going to get like a fourth and we're going to send like him in like a 20, 25,
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, any, any other final thoughts before we uh, move on here? Nah, fuck that game. Let's,
2: let's yeah. move on.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh shithead of the week. I feel like, uh, I don't know. Can't really tell. I want to say Ed Donatel, but like, like Slime said, that's kind of like a cop out <laughs> because I don't know. It's, I mean, Donatel has given up 400 plus yards in the last four games. So, how much of that is the players and how much of that is the scheming too? Like, I again, I'm not, I'm not pro Donatel. I'm just saying like combination of both. I don't really have a shithead this week. Maybe my shithead you know my shit head of the week goes to me thinking we were gonna blow out the lions this week <laughs> that, that's on me
0: I, I i applaud you for taking responsibility
2: <laughs> take that on the chin i love it i didn't really think about shit head of the week at all honestly i wasn't i feel like i i was on twitter arguing with people about donatel for a little while but like I don't, uh, you know, that's not really a shithead. I don't think that's a shithead of the week worthy offense. Because again, you know, we have full, you know, no agency over what we tweet on game day, so I'm willing to forgive those people. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess Sheila Ford Hamp because fuck, I don't know. Fuck the Lions. Fuck Detroit. Can't have shit at Ford Motor Industries. Um, yeah. I'm still just pissed that we got smoked. Honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll second you on Sheila Ford. No nice things in Detroit. I
3: thought you were going to hit us with a can't have shit in Detroit. And I was like, that is unreal.
2: (laughs) I was about to. That was the play. I know. That
3: was was the way. I was was like, oh, damn. He just lobbed it to himself out of the backboard like that. That's nice. He
0: lobbed it to me. We're good.
3: I don't know it's kind of a weird week to have one it's like a sad not like a sad week but it's kind of a down week like there was no like there was no big thing on Twitter this week that we lost yeah like there was nobody that was like really a scapegoat for it JJ played out of his mind so that's cool and Kirk wasn't you know Kirk was Kirk was insane I I almost was I almost was praying his downfall by calling him mid there was no reason for me to do that he was balling out of his gourd. But um, oh, where was I going with this? Um, there's just there's not really any, and like I I don't know I didn't argue with any like like what did we get into this? Wait, what happened?
2: I guess no, how so, about the maybe the point the point differential, folks? Like I've seen yeah tonight. I don't know. That's uh, the closest I, I could come up with.
1: I I was gonna say maybe the other shithead that I'm thinking of could be that ref that screwed JJ out of that touchdown because he was not out of bounds. That I, was I, I shit. because because <laughs> JJ would have had like. So He would have had, like, 260 and a touchdown, and plus that would have saved, like, 30 seconds on the clock. That possibly could have helped us. But, yeah, no, that ref who, like, screwed JJ out of that touchdown because I'm going to go to the grave saying that he was not out of bounds.
0: That would have been the franchise, like, or the all-franchise record, both regular season and playoffs, too. So, thank you, referee, once again. Great job, NFL. I
3: would have put him on track for 2K. Not that he's not on track now, but... You know would have been just
0: gonna, that much closer,
2: he have, yeah. He would have been. I mean, because what is it? He has to receive for what? Like, it's like 125 a hundred and twenty yards. What is it?
1: Yeah, 125 for the next four games. He's at 1500 right now. He can, do yeah, it's it. gonna be tight.
0: He can do it. he can do it. it. We just got to throw
3: the JJ prayer balls. We got to stop throwing it to KJ Osborne, getting him his 11 targets a game. <laughs>
2: Honestly, just stab pad the rest of the season. Who fucking cares? Who cares about wins and losses? Just stab pad Jefferson. Let's break that record.
0: We know that the offense, offensive line goes up when JJ gets targets. It's the Cooper Cup role. If he gets 40 targets a game, it's just going to continue to get better. 60, 70, 80 targets a game, yeah. it's just going to keep getting better. Every <laughs> single play, formula. target Jefferson, you're winning the Super Bowl. I, what, what's taken Kevin so long to figure this out, bro?
2: it seems like a simple formula (laughs) I want to say too that if Jefferson does I'm not saying he will but if he does break the record this year um there is no asterisk in front of it because Calvin Johnson had two extra games when they moved from 14 to 16 to break the record Jefferson has an extra now that they moved to 17. if we were going to count Calvin Johnson's record as the record now we're for sure going to count it as Jefferson's when he breaks it this year if he does that so to put that in the universe right now zero asterisk next to that
0: yeah turn that shit up it belongs to justin
1: um and i believe if he gets like 133 this game he breaks the all time like the vikings all-time receiving record uh yardage record ahead of Randy moss so pay pay that man that's all i'm saying Wilfs, do whatever you gotta do to pay that man
3: yeah i i Give him whatever he wants i honestly could not care we he was the only thing that we had during 2020 2021 only reason that a lot of people watched the games is because he's just electric and i i really do not care what we pay him personally i just want to have him around forever i i've i've realized who my head of the week is going to be after further deliberation um and it's the, the the cra here's the crazy thing it's not vikings related at all so y'all are going to get an absolutely Fascinating one. Oh, it's gonna be my barber. My barber is gonna be my head of the week. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> I
0: already know why. <laughs> sent
3: back to prison.
0: Who's gonna cut your hair now? Does he? Did, was know. he thinking about his actions?
3: I tried to put you on to the barber shop like a while back. I was like, bro, I don't know if you remember that, but I was like, hey, I do. You know, this most, most hard. Barber's nice, man. He's chill, and he is. But he's been arrested like four times for this in the past, like. <laughs> observe like this is like a repeat offense thing he's gone he's not coming back he's not going to be out until i'm like 85 and that's so tragic he's like see the thing is he's like 55 right now or something like damn.
2: that damn you said he's going to get out when out when you're how old
3: i don't even know i like i don't know are you going to greet
2: him are you going to greet him are you going to pick him up
3: oh yeah i'll pick him up yeah you're driving yeah. to the barber shop because you know, be gr- have you ever seen the music video for the grinch by trippy red
2: <laughs> uh
3: yes i have you know what you yeah, know when he's he, like, in the cabin like picks up the dude from the jail? Yep. That's what is gonna happen to him because I'm mad about my haircuts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> theorist, theorist had a good point though. You're gonna have to take him what'd you say, straight to the barbershop because your your is gonna be so long from all those years.
3: It's gonna I'm just gonna have to become a dreadhead and like let it just grow. <laughs> like <laughs> for the decades. locks will
2: look good on you though. Yeah,
3: i you know what? I missed miss shaving right? my head low key, or like before I prior to shaving my head, I missed the dreads, except for like there were a lot to work with sometimes, and they kind of impede your vision when you're trying to do stuff.
2: Yeah, fair. I can't relate, but it sounds like a bummer. Get, dressed, get some dreads. No, rice is in
0: season 23.
1: Rice, get some dreads. No, you guys, you guys want to know yeah, what I've thought about yeah. doing 100% honesty, because this shit is going like so thin up here. I've thought about just doing like the beard look, just bald, bald oh, in the yeah. beard, bald yeah. in the beard look. But then I like do the Snapchat filter with just like the bald and the beard. I'm like
3: a Santa Claus
2: suit. Santa
1: Claus. <laughs> <laughs> you could be redhead Santa Claus.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to get my shit out of the week real quick so Boof, you're absolutely right we didn't really get into it aside from the game day tweeting which you know game day tweeting doesn't count i I do feel bad because i feel like every time we lose we're a little bit lower energy and i feel like that we're like today it's okay you know we're all a little bit lower energy after a loss that said i'm going to give it to myself for one for getting so excited about this game and then getting such a come down, like, I I just, I don't know, man, myself. <laughs> absolutely. And then, uh-huh. uh, another one for Ed Donatel, because Bryce, I don't know if you committed to that, <laughs> but the people want shithead of the week, Ed Donatel, I'm going to give it to them and they know why.
1: I, <laughs> I appreciate your dedication, but I was not trying to have a scapegoat.
0: <laughs> I am, I'm for the people. <laughs> <laughs> Listener at home, th- this is for you, bro. This is for you. Bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, did we all get our shitheads shitheads of the weekend? Yes, we did. All right. So I'm gonna start this off right now. Be prepared to see uh twenty sixteen Matty Ice this weekend. He's dropping four hundred on us. He's dropping four hundred yards on us. I'm sorry. I don't I know Donatello's like, we're gonna make adjustments, but until until I see those adjustments happen. Matty Ice is gonna look like MVP, Matty Ice.
2: I think that's fair. We're talking about the same Matty Ice, right? Like we're talking about Matt Ryan. Yeah, that yeah, but- of the Falcons, Matt Ryan. That's mm-hmm. thirty-seven mm-hmm. years old. Yeah, Matt uh, Ryan's are- not hanging dog on us this week. I, probably, I, have- I, I will make my my only promise to you this week is that Matt Ryan will not hang dog on us. Matt Ryan will, he might throw for 200. He might complete like 65% of his passes, might not throw a pick. He's not going to hang dog on us. I, I, that is my, that is my slide ball guarantee this week.
3: There's no reason. Like, okay, if any week, if there's any week for Ed to just completely go full senile dementia ridden grandpa and just send a blitz every single play, it'd be right now because Matt Ryan can't move. You've got somebody who is unable to walk back in the pocket. You, there's no way that like I, like I expect to see some blitzing and I expect to see some really aggressive defensive play calls and it might we might get burnt a few times but i I still think it's gonna pay off he's gonna fumble like three times
1: so so no here so I can totally see why you guys are saying this but we fucking let Mike White drop 400 yards on us we let Mac Jones drop 365 on or 325 on us the and fucking Jared Goff just dropped almost 400 yards on us. I'm just saying, like, yeah, Matt Ryan is old, but with this Donatel defense right now and the players we're putting out there, it's totally possible to see a vintage Matty Ice game. I'm just saying.
0: Do you guys remember Teddy Bridgewater by chance? Did you know that Teddy Bridgewater threw for 329 yards and two touchdowns on this Vikings defense this season?
2: How mo- really did he do
0: that yes how he much? did do that
3: 300 yards a couple 330
0: faces. yards 29 but
3: how much of it how much of it was in the last didn't how did that game end wasn't there like a drive at the end of the game where he threw for like a solid like the fourth quarter last few minutes he threw for a solid chunk of that
0: i think so but it mattered they only lost by eight points Wait, I mean,
2: that's oh, yeah i forgot yeah, about so, that i didn't realize so- he threw for that many yards in
0: Exactly. Yeah, if the quarterback played the Vikings, it's honestly a fair bet at this point to assume they threw for 300 yards. The I'm boom, hoping yeah. for the under one of these times, but
3: as, yeah. as much of like here, it might just be me loving Teddy because Teddy's Teddy. But the difference between Matt Ryan and Teddy is like, what, 12 years. And even though Teddy like obliterated his knee which was the fullbacks fault i'm telling you all right now conspiracy theory time that one dude i don't remember who his name was but he stepped on his foot and that was what happened to teddy go look it up there is evidence online you you'll never hear about it anywhere else but that is what happened to teddy it was not a non-contact injury there's tough. No- but yeah no there's my tangent for that but matt ryan he's too old he doesn't have it like like these guys like they have the potential to have it but they probably won't matt ryan is too old to do anything other than sit back and get murdered
1: so what's what's gonna happen when he does when he does uh throw for more than 250 on us if he drops about If he drops three hundred, like he's probably gonna drop three fifteen to three twenty on us. I'm gonna make both of you eat crow. I'm gonna make both of you eat so much crow and if he doesn't, I'll eat crow because it's only fair. but I'm telling you that the way our hell our defense has given has given up four hundred plus yards in the last four games. So
3: do we, do we dare put a wager of a twenty five dollars PlayStation gift card on this one?
1: oh Ooh. Ooh. it is a christmas it is uh, the holiday season so you know what i'm down i'm down
2: you're at a giving i think you have to
0: i do like yeah. it Boof. was it zach line that you were talking about
2: mm-hmm. yeah it was because i remember reading about this too
0: i think he's still around so put him on the shit list i guess <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know i think i'm with boo or with uh bryce on this one he just threw for like 250 against the Cowboys. And I know that it was 100% garbage time didn't matter. But, Slime, you said it yourself. This game's going to be closer than we think. And the the Colts have a dog defense. Justin's going to go for 300 on that game, you know? His point's got to come from somewhere. I don't think it's going to be Jonathan Taylor. He's not been him this year.
2: No, but we, as, as a run defense, have um, a tendency to pretty much make any buddy look like him. So uh yeah. I so here's the thing. I, I I I'm I'm basing my opinion around the Colts are gonna murder us on in one way or another on defense or on offense, excuse me. And I'm just choosing that to be Jonathan Taylor. I think Taylor is gonna go for like fucking 115 and a couple of touchdowns. I just don't think they're really gonna have to even throw that much to be honest with you. And and it's not like when they do throw it Matt Ryan's gonna be able to like can he even throw the ball more than 30 yards anymore. I don't know if he can so as long as we can just keep him from throwing thirty times, like we might be cooked only by Jonathan Taylor instead of both of them. That's my if I, that's my hope.
3: If I watch us get Ed Donisell prevent defense into two hundred fifty Matt Ryan passing yards and it makes me have to get Bryce a twenty five dollar play safety card, that's actually yeah. absolutely- me. You're never gonna hear from me again. I'm gonna, I'm quitting Twitter. I'm blogging you all I iMessage. You're never gonna hear from me. Bo- Boof it's and
1: all... I already have a secret hatred for each other, and so this Dude. is gonna make everything worse. <laughs> if,
3: you, if, you, if you watch, if if I watch him put up 140 passing yards in like the fourth quarter because it's just drive, 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 and then we like you know get a turnover and do the weird like you know they don't score in the red zone thing six times. If I see that, if that's how that game goes, I want you to know, Bryce, I'm gonna personally handmake you something. And be delivering it to your crib. It's gonna be—it's gonna be an apology letter. It's gonna be an apology letter, and I'm gonna bring it to you. I'm gonna sign it. I'm gonna bring the PlayStation gift card. I'm gonna drive all the way to your crib. I'm gonna make that happen because I don't believe. I don't believe. I—I I, you know what? I think Donatel is gonna get his life together. He's gonna have some revelation. He's gonna hit his head when he falls over getting out of bed because he's old and he's going to like, it's going to, it's going to knock some sense into him where he's like, I got a blitz. I got a blitz Matt Ryan. He's a statue. He's literal. He, he can't move. I don't know. But yeah, I, that'd be it for me. That'd be it.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying like, I I want to believe that Donatel is going to change something with this defense, but deep down, my gut is telling me we're going to see a vintage Matt Ice
2: game. I hope you're wrong. I mean, I, I you might be right. Fuck. I don't like, at this point i've just come to have zero expectations whatsoever so it's tough for me to sit here like my score predictions are good and my game calls are good but my like my in-game calls are horrible like i i deserve to be eating crow for the way i talked to you last week about the kirk cousins 400 yard game i apologize hands up i apologize with that i can't he did it and um, we fucking lost because of course that would happen where he like actually does that and we still fucking lose but Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of, like, beyond trying to make game calls at this point and just, like, sticking to what I'm good at.
3: (laughs) All right. You guys want to hear something that's going to make you really sad? Yes. In his last start against us, Mm -hmm. Matthew Ryan went 30 for 40, 371 yards, 9.3 average yards per completion, four touchdowns, 10% touchdown percentage, Zero picks, two sack. He was sacked twice, and he had a pass rating of 136.6. Do you lovely, lovely people remember this game? Do you remember? Do you know what game this is? Do you know what yeah, game
1: this was this, this was the Kirk game where he just fucking, like, threw three picks and one was right to the linebacker.
2: Kirk Cousins' legacy game, low-key. Yep. <laughs> yep, I remember that game. That That didn't happen. That's Photoshop. He's got yeah, I was going to
0: say, I have no recollection. Um, I think that okay. it didn't happen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it didn't. Matt Ryan actually doesn't exist. Sam Allinger starting on Sunday. And if it says Matt Ryan on the back of his jersey, no, it doesn't.
0: Are you worried about Jeff Saturday's first game on Saturday?
2: Oh, fuck. Are you, oh, my God. I think we
0: might be in that? trouble.
3: Oh, shit. Yeah, on demon timing. They're going to go put a 40 on our heads. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good thing I, I have to good thing I have to work Saturday. I mean yeah. I'm still gonna watch the game, but like
0: I'm going. <laughs> Me
3: too. Oh, oh
1: shit.
0: Oh, are you? Are go- yeah, a lot of us are going.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to meet up. Damn again. it.
0: Yeah. If you're there, hit us up.
2: I oh, dude, this- I, I think um because Squeaks is coming and I mm-hmm. think Kaylee's coming down too. Yep. And GCB's Chad, always there. Yeah, a whole bunch of people, G C B. Yo, uh, I met
3: I met G C B bro. I met I met him how is
0: For he? Real? cool how is
3: he yeah no he was so chill man yeah yeah shit he listens so, uh, it was super brief it was super brief he was working i popped in to the place of employment and we just talked very briefly talked ball i was like all right gotta go to dairy queen i'm feeling real hungry right about now uh, and that was it and i gotta go nice. back and stop by them
2: fuck yeah i man, just met a man. whole bunch of people um from vikings twitter uh, and i met our our flag football team on saturday for the first time and i there are people that theorists have, have already met but i met like it's like milo milo grams who you met i think boof right um super fucking chill guy great guy hawks is keister he's awesome like <laughs> love, super good love guy. milo Love milo My, Milo and hawk both are are awesome folks and then kev of course is there yeah it was a, a gaggle gaggle folks love you guys you are great.
1: All right. Well, should we get to uh, final score predictions here? Yep. I, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to uh, I'm gonna leave it to Mister Nostradamus here. Uh, Slimeball, what's your what's your prediction for this weekend?
2: Oof. Well, uh, um, I'm more optimistic about this one than I was last week. I'm gonna I still think that we're gonna beat the the Colts like. I just don't really think they're that good, honestly. Like, we have found ways to beat teams that we should beat so far this year. Um, they've lost the teams that we thought we would lose to for the most part, besides, the, like, you should beat the Lions. But they're really good right now. They're really hot, and they're a lot better than the Colts are. Um, every time I watch the Colts play, they look anemic. I'm, I'm, we look anemic a lot of the times in a lot of areas, but we're good at winning football games still. And, and we can't necessarily hold ourselves to the barometer of, like, oh, we're losing to the best teams and the hottest teams in the league. You know three times out of 13 we should call the alarms so i i still think we'll turn the ship around they, they've responded to losses um really well so far this year uh so i'm not worried i'm going to take vikings 30 to 21. Bryce.
1: all right well before <clears throat> before i start mine uh i'm gonna throw back to our uh purple fufu podcast page that was done on december 10th of this year um uh, or this month. I put out a poll on which Jersey you guys want me to get. And it was, it was a neck and neck race, but sticking to my Twitter brand, your boy is going to have to get a Jalen Rager Jersey. He won by 1%, uh, 13 votes. Darisol had 38%, Rager had 39 and poor Hawkinson had 23%. But um, so I will be getting a regular Jersey probably after the holidays when I have more money. Uh, anyway, uh, prediction for the Colts game. It's, it's really, it's really hard for me to predict this game. Uh, I think we do come out with a win and I hate that I'm not being like the Homer this episode because I Vikings I've given me has shown, has shown me a reason not to be a Homer on them right now. I do think we win. I'm gonna go. It's a 27-30 uh Vikings dub. Tight, tight, tight. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Another one score game.
0: Sounds good. Boof who you got.
3: For me, I'd say that uh I'm gonna go see the issue is this is like when you draft a player to your fantasy team and then they would like explode. You know what I'm talking about? Like I feel like no matter what I'm gonna say, it's gonna be just the most atrocious prediction of all time at the very end of it. So when we're looking at you know this Colts team that doesn't have an offense has an all right defense or whatever i'm like my first thought i was like okay you know maybe we go out there you know like a 28 to 10 28 to 17 type of game but as soon as i say that matt ryan's going to turn into the second coming of jesus christ out there he's going to throw for 350 i'm going to have to go mail that card and stuff and going to do all that it's going to put me in hell so i'm going to go with colts winning 30 to 23, just because I'm at, not, not because I truly believe in it, but because I want the opposite of that to happen. And then if you're really paying attention, the real prediction will be Vikings like 30 to 17 or 30 to
1: 14. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's a good bit.
0: Play both sides and you can never be wrong.
1: Theorist, can i also <laughs> say something real quick before you chime in yeah go ahead we are so i don't know if anybody realizes but we're about to have an effetti Denebo and a yannick and Gakwe revenge game uh because they both play for the colts on their defense and they were both vikings uh legends at one point yannick and Gakwe and effetti odenabo both are gonna have a revenge game probably
0: Okay, so knowing that, uh, my prediction was going to be 16 to 24 Vikings win. Knowing that, um, I'm predicting 50 to negative 10,000 the Vikings are (sighs) going to (laughs) win. But yeah, 16-24, I'm playing pretty close to the money line there. A little bit more in favor of the Vikings. I think it's going to be a stupid game. Um, You're right. I think they're going to want to respond. This just feels like a stupid fucking game, dude. Like, they're going to score, the Colts now, they're going to score like one touchdown on the goal line to like Kylan Granson or something like that. And then they're going (laughs) to kick a million field goals. The Vikings are going to be down 14 to 16 for like the third and fourth quarter. And then they'll have like two, like one stormer drive for a field goal, another stormer drive, legacy Justin Jefferson drive for a go-ahead touchdown. I don't know. It's I, against the
2: Colts I, on a Saturday. Like, yeah, that's goofiest shit.
0: Exactly, and like, this game has implications. Both teams are coming off the goofiest losses of the season. Like I said, the Colts just played the Cowboys. They lost by like fifty-four to thirteen or something like that. I know. They're that's going to be a ridiculous game.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save you some heat on that. Uh, the Cowboys almost lost to the Houston Texans last week. I think you're getting your weeks mixed up because um, Texans because uh, Houston Texans definitely almost beat uh, the Cowboys until like the fourth quarter when Dak just like turned it on, I guess.
0: But The uh, the Colts are coming off of a bye week, it looks like. That's my mistake. It was two weeks ago, the last time the Colts played. They lost 19-54 to to the Dallas Cowboys. Goofy game, both sides. It's going to be 24-16, which is a pretty tame scoreline for a very goofy game indeed.
2: But- I love it. That feels like I mean I think that tracks. Like I feel like a lot of our goofy games have like really lame, boring scores. <laughs> it's just the way that the points are accrued <laughs> is always happens in the weirdest, strangest possible way.
0: Yeah, well, like Greg Joseph Vikings... missing
2: a field goal, twenty-three exactly. instead of twenty-four. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're exactly right. Like the Vikings Dolphins was also twenty-four to sixteen, exceptionally goofy game all around. Yeah, so I'm just counting on that part two.
2: Exactly, <laughs> they, they're very they're very good at like making sure the game script is super fucked and then still appearing to have played like a regular football game. I mean, if you don't watch the Vikings, if you just looked at the scores, you'd be like, "Yeah, this is a normal football team." But if you watch the games, you're driven to the brink of insanity with it, yeah.
0: <laughs> internally screaming at all moments. Well, fellas, got any final thoughts on the Colts game before we wrap up here?
3: Just about does it for me. Yeah. Matt Ryan's gonna suffer a career-ending injury.
1: Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> <man>. uh, <laughs> we at Purple Fufu do not wish uh, violence upon anybody. Uh, that's no, no, just no, no. boof.
3: No, 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 no. I, no, no. I didn't wish anything on him. I didn't say anything about him. I just said that it's gonna. It's. I, I consulted the oracle. That's. I just had to tap into <laughs> that real quick so I didn't know what could to you. On that
2: note, let's hope that doesn't happen. But if it does, you heard it here first, though. But if it does,
3: yeah, we broke the news first. Give us our credit. Preemptively, prayers up to Matt Ryan. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I hope that he can recover from what's about to happen to him. Um,
0: Let's just say he's going to get sacked nine times. We hope he can recover from that.
3: There
1: Um, we go. If if Kirk Cousins can get hit sixty-seven times in a season uh matt ryan can absolutely uh be sacked nine times this game which yeah kirk leads the league and hits by the way which is at 67 so r.i.p kirk's ribs
3: he yeah you know what uh, everybody just make sure to enjoy matt ryan's final game on a football field <laughs> make sure you're really soaking in
0: well <laughs> on that note thank you so much for listening to the purple Fufu podcast let's hope uh Donatello and the defense figure it out, otherwise, you're going to lose us all forever and uh, void will consume us. Uh, <laughs> see you again next week. I've been Theorist. I
2: been- am PFF underscore vibes, slide
0: ball.
1: I am uh PFF underscore regular season, regular season 10 and 3 now. Let's go.
3: I am on occasion at based federal, on occasion at come and signing off.
0: Skull Vikings, baby.
3: Skull Skull. Vikings.